The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 5th of August. In your squeeze today, two mass shootings in the US. Mike Pompeo's visit to Australia. Mac Horton speaks about his podium boycott. And Ed Sheeran's tour record. This is your squeeze today. Terrible news out of the US over the weekend, Claire, two mass shootings, the first of which in El Paso in Texas. Authorities are now considering that as an act of domestic terrorism. That's because the shooter there, the suspected shooter, Patrick Crucius, a 21-year-old man from Texas, uh, had posted a four-page manifesto in which he uh, espoused some fairly awful white nationalist and racist views. Uh, He also expressed sympathy with the shooter of the Christchurch massacres earlier this year. Patrick Crucius was arrested and is now in police custody. That shooting is the eighth most deadly in America's modern history. And in Ohio, Claire, nine were killed in a bar in Dayton. No motive has been uh, revealed for that yet. But reports this morning say that the 24-year-old suspected shooter there, Connor Betts, uh, had also shot his sister and her boyfriend uh, in that attack. They're part of the nine people who were confirmed dead there. Uh, 26 people were injured. Connor Betts was uh, shot and killed by police less than a minute into his rampage. Police uh, and uh, the mayor and and those involved there say uh, that they were very relieved to be able to get him early given the high numbers of um, fatalities and injuries that he'd inflicted in such a short period of time. US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Secretary of Defence Mark Esper touched down in Sydney over the weekend, hosted by the Prime Minister. What's been on the agenda? There was a lot going on with that meeting and uh, China really was the the top agenda item. Uh, Of course, the US and Australia have a a mutual um, need to be more uh, available, I guess, in the Pacific region. Uh, We've both been quite strong players in the region and now that China is showing a whole lot of love to a lot of countries uh, in that Pacific region. Uh, we're, we're both stepping it up quite a bit there. The other item on the agenda, of course, is a formal request from America uh, to Australia for us to participate in that US-led coalition that would protect shipping and that channel in the Gulf there from uh, Iranian military forces. Plenty of uh, links in the Squiz Today email if you want to have a read about what was said. You mentioned China. uh, On China, talks last week between top-ranking Chinese and American officials didn't result in any progress being made on the trade war front. No, and in fact, worse than not making any progress, things went backwards. Uh, US President there, Donald Trump, has threatened to impose a 10% tariff on about $300 billion worth of Chinese exports by the uh, start of September, and uh, China has vowed to retaliate. So if that steps up another notch, that's certainly not good for global trading, and given countries like Australia depend on a strong exporting system, it's really bad news for us too. Yeah, and just to round out China, 
China-related news. What's the latest from Hong Kong? More protests over the weekend and more incidents where police have fired tear gas at crowds both on Saturday and Sunday nights. It seems that last night the protesters have changed their tactics a bit. They've moved from having mass protests into smaller what they're calling flash mob activity. Today, though, is going to be a really big day. Organisers are urging Hong Kongers to join a a citywide strike and there's wide expectations of big disruptions, not just to uh, local public transport routes but also to flights. Our reports just coming in this morning are saying that a six-year-old boy has been thrown from the 10th floor of the Tate Modern Art Gallery in central London. Yeah, very sad report there. He is in critical condition. He was airlifted from the Tate to hospital. Uh, It looks like he landed on the fifth floor, so he's fallen five floors. It looks like police have arrested someone there. He's a a 17-year-old. Reports at the moment are saying that he is not known to the boy, but of course that's all just happening as we pull the podcast together. Aussie swimmer Mac Horton has sat down with Channel 7's Sunday night and he said that even if he knew about Shana Jack's positive drug test, he would have taken a stand at the recent World Championships. Mac Horton was pretty strident last night and uh, really said, you know, the frustration that not just Australian swimmers have but any swimmers who are competing at that international level and who are really committed to a clean sport uh, are frustrated with the organisation for allowing people like Um, Sun Yang to compete. Of course, Swimming Australia don't seem uh, all that pleased with that stand. Um, There was an interview on the weekend too with Lee Russell, who's the Mm. Swimming Australia boss, and she says that she would really rather our swimmers be known for their achievements in the pool rather than any sort of protest. On Shana Jack, she met with anti-doping authorities late last week. She did, and first of many meetings for her to prove that she took that um, drug unknowingly. And U2's record posted eight years ago for the highest grossing tour ever has been broken. Ed Sheeran, uh, who has been on the Divide tour since March 2017. That's as long as the squeeze has been going. (laughs) That's very true. We kicked off together. (laughs) We haven't quite made a revenue of one point. $0.85 billion. (laughs) I can guarantee you of that. Um, But um, we've delivered probably more performances than Ed Sheeran. By the time he wraps up um, that tour at the end of this month, he will have performed 255 uh, concerts in that tour, which is quite quite incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. And speaking of amazing performances, there'll be a lot of talk about Steve Smith's performance in the opening Ashes Test overnight. He followed off his century in the first innings with another in the second. We now have a 3.97 run lead, so in a good position to take the first test from England. Finally, each day the email subject line is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What do we got? Uh, An Ed Sheeran lyric, I'm on my way, uh, from Castle on the Hill. I thought that was relevant to our squiz sayings. Uh, Frankie Zapata, I think his name is, uh, he has had funding from the French army to create a jet-powered hoverboard and uh, yesterday he crossed the English Channel with it and apparently reached speeds of about 170 kilometres an hour, which is quite incredible. And I like the comment that it sure beats swimming. Sure does. Sure does. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you enjoy listening each morning, please tell others about us. That's the number one way that we're discovered. Enjoy the start to your week and we will chat to you tomorrow.
Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Com.au.